star Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! It's the third wheel, Rick Reynolds the third. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of action coming up for you. We have the spotlight, AJ Styles. Does he belong on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling? We have the match of the year matchup candidates, the Worlds Collide versus NXT War Games. We also have, is Pat McAfee a wrestler in the hot tag news? All this and more with our returning Tony Diaz and Elio Canella on a new episode of the Wrestling POV Podcast! You just took time off because you wanted to because Tony took time off. Yes, because he's my favorite person. I thought Tom was your favorite person. Yes! <laughs> and both my favorites. I can't keep up. I can't. Elio, welcome back, Elio. It's great to be here. Yes, my man Elio Canella is doing triple duty, man. That's yeah. a lot of duty. <laughs> <laughs> he said dirty. Oh my lord. It's good to be back. You're mad, I'm back. Big mad, he's mad, she's mad, big sad. Ha ha, don't care, stay mad. Ah ha, ah ha, ah ha. Yes, Tony. I had to take some time off. Uh, recharge the little batteries. Um, not that I was like strung out or stressed out or whatever. It's just, I had a lot going on, man. I'm building a house. I'm becoming a grandpa, you know, so. Yeah, so I mean, it, it takes time, you know. It takes a toll out of you, you know. Uh, but I'm I'm happy about it, you know. We, it's it's a big process when you're building a house, and uh, you know, it's 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 a pretty cool process, but it's a long process nonetheless. And uh, like I said, I'm becoming a grandpa too. So it, twice, I got two grandchildren coming next year. So. Yeah, so um, actually, next ep- next week's episode, I won't be here <laughs> because I'm going to New York, and uh, the the my daughter wants to spend time, and I won't be able to watch any wrestling, um, so I'm going to be pampering her by buying baby gifts. So, <laughs> nice. I'm going to, and plus, um, one one big thing for me was uh, I never got a chance to meet my nephew Miles, and uh, this is going to be my first time meeting him too. So, uh, I got another jam packed week and but i was like you know what i gotta get on at least once you know i mean i've been away for so long you know so i'm like i gotta i gotta get on and I, you know geez. elio oh. all i hear is excuses elio <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> but i mean speaking of elio though i mean i you, you stepped up to the plate my man jeez you know Thanks. really Thanks. appreciate it you know and, and i tell you you know because i did listen to the shows i did <laughs> I, I listened, I listened, and I, I have to say, Elio, you, you're probably one of the smartest mans alive. My man, I mean, all I hear is just straight up wrestling knowledge, 
And I'm just like, shit, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I mean, is Elio Rick the, a really, is he a walking cyclo- encyclopedia? I mean, Jesus Christ, are you glad I'm back with my fucked up words? I love it. I love it. We missed I, it. I, I'm like, whoops, I'm like, whoops, school. I just, I, I like all that history and all the, I see all that. the, all the backstories and stuff. Yes. I mean, but you're just dropping knowledge like it's nothing. <laughs> I mean, you made even Rick Serrano stutter here and there. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just here, guys. That's that's my job. That's <laughs> <laughs> I just let Elio do. It. Elio, you're so famous now, Elio. You're the, you're the best, Elio. I, I, think, I think what happened is that this is a Elio takeover. I think we already is- had an episode called Elio Takeover. Are, are you had, serious? I think we've had two episodes called Elio Takeover. <laughs> Enough is enough, and it's time for change. <laughs> wow. Freaking Elio's just taking over the whole WPOV. Yeah, am, am, I, am I like the EST of WPOV? Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Oh, my. Whoa. I, I we did. just... We just said you were good. Now you're going the little the EST. I, 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 I went full blown ghetto, man. He went full blown like, Bianca Belair. EST of WPOV. <laughs> oh hell's no. Keeps <laughs> the A. That's A. That's all good. Um, no, but really, Elio, I do appreciate you stepping up and uh, helping out and uh, just dropping again, dropping just bombs. Not just now. He was dropping bombs. Duty bombs. Duty. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Should we continue with the show? Yeah, I think we should start. start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I've been out of the loop a little bit, but uh, it seems like you did away with uh, who's Marty or who's Sean. Uh, yep. Look at that. That's how long. Uh, <laughs> so now we have a new segment. But uh, before we go on to that, I have to talk. And uh, I thought this was hilarious. Uh, Dominic's outfit <laughs> oof, on SmackDown last oof. week. Um, hilarious, by the way. Yes. Um, now, Rick, you did <laughs> you did a, a, a Photoshop your Photoshop skills in place on the Wrestling POV uh, Facebook page, and you put Dominic in the same position <laughs> as The Rock did years ago when he used to wear that fanny pack and the black sweater. And uh, let me, I, that was hilarious. I thought it was funny as hell. I, I really, I was, <laughs> but then he was still, what the hell is wrong with Dominic in doing that shit? You know? I have no clue. I have no clue. Like, I mean, I was think... he taking fashion lessons from Rick Serrano? I mean, did you like text him and say, yo, Dominic, my man, you got to word it. Yo, you going to look dope on it. I mean, Rick, did you? I mean, I mean if I gave him style. It would have been my style had it been 1999. I mean, oh. all he was missing was the fanny pack. I mean, the guy looked like a fool. Wow. that You know, I have to say, we missed the sound effects with uh, Miguel Cole. So thank you for that, Miguel, because last week, Elio's Yahoo was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I heard. I heard. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm just not, it's just not happening today. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was dying. I heard it. <laughs> but yeah, back to Dominic. Dominic, not only, you but know, not only Elio was the was the dropping knowledge, he was also the the beatboxing. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I was but, like, uh, one other thing we missed was the book, and I have to put Dominic's turtleneck and chain <laughs> in the book. Um, yeah, that that was just terrible. So uh, Dominic's turtleneck, turtleneck and in? chain. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you don't know, the, the Lonely Island has a song called Turtleneck and Chain. <laughs> Turtleneck and Chain. So Dominic's Turtleneck and Chain, you just read the book. Nice. Nice. It's good to hear that too, by the way. Yes. Yes. It's um, been a while. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that's the only thing you're putting in the book, though. There's nothing else you want to put in the book? For now, that's all. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there okay all right all right um and, and other news uh well not news i'm not trying to take your spotlight away rick but it is posted on the facebook page so we have to talk yes. about it. it is uh becky lynch and seth rollins uh had a little baby yeah how do you rue. pronounce it? Is it rue or roe i i would i would think rue the way it's spelled it looks like it rue yeah yeah Hello, you, you, you're. Uh, what, what do you? How's it pronounced? I, I guess it's uh, like the way Rick said it because I'm not. Really? I'm, I'm not. I guess it's the way uh, Rick just said it. Rue. Because I'm really? not even sure. R O U X. Yeah, let's go with that. Sure. Yeah. Um, now, uh, baby girl. Yeah. Um, future wrestler. Possibly. I mean, does 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 she need to wrestle with two parents that were wrestlers? I don't know. Sometimes that. Isn't it rare that two wrestlers have a baby together? Um, because women wrestlers don't usually have a baby and then come back at full strength. True. Yeah. Um, I might have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rare. I mean, Tamina. Tamina's had kids, but Tamina's never been in a big storyline. And she's also not married to a wrestler. But yeah, they said uh, <laughs> Seth was able. Backwards, Rick. Yeah. They said that Seth was able to push out the baby um, and his butthole expanded. Um, That's pretty disgusting, Rick. That, <laughs> That's pretty but, but it was Seth imagine, that gave birth, so right? No, you know what? Just imagine, though, him trying to do that. And then in your impression, Rick, going, It's coming! Oh, <laughs> Becky, it's coming! Oh, I'm still the Messiah! I'm the dad. I'm the dad. I'm the dad. God, that's killer on the throat. It, it is. Holy shit. No wonder you stopped doing that, man. That's that's yeah. A, that is a bitch. Um all right, so uh I think that was it, right? Congratulations, yeah. That's yeah, and congratulations, sure. Yeah, but you know, I just um uh I found it funny though how they didn't uh show the face like they covered it up yeah they usually do that in the beginning um celebrities because what they do is they want to get paid so yeah. whichever magazine really? is like yeah yeah really? yeah yeah if you notice all the celebrities do that they do the hands they do the feet and then what happens is they get they whoever's the highest bidder oh, oh you want to pay me a million yeah and it goes on really? the cover of a magazine yeah Oh my God, Jesus! All right, all right, sure, fine. I'll 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 start the bid at five dollars. Whoa, yo, yeah. WPOV gets the picture, man. But but let me tell you something, dude. We're big spenders here at WPOV, so five dollars it is. All right, yes, <laughs> Rick. Uh, let's get on to the spotlight uh, this week. Yes, does AJ Styles 
is who is under the spotlight, but does he belong in the Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Hmm. Now, I want us to just listen in on to the little accolades of said AJ Styles. AJ Styles started wrestling back in 1998 when he made his debut. He's wrestled all over the world. He's had championships everywhere he's gone. Top championships. Ring of Honor, Impact, TNA, of course, NWA, New Japan, right? WWE. The guy has accomplished it all. The guy had maneuver of the year twice. Really? How? How? The Styles Clash. Oh, the Styles Clash. Okay, yeah. The Styles Clash won move of the year back in 2005 and won it again in 2015. Wow. How? Wow. <laughs> That's, that just shows you his longevity and shows you that people are just amazed by this guy's talents. He's got, I mean, it was 2003 and 2015. In 2005, he got high flyer of the year. So really? it's just like the guy, yeah. Wow. AJ Styles back in TNA days was flipping and flopping all over the place. <laughs> um, but let's not forget, the guy has been the number one wrestler in the world a couple mm-hmm. of times. The guy has just been phenomenal, pun intended. Um, <laughs> now, it just, and he's almost a Grand Slam champion. All he needs is the tag team titles. Yeah. That's the only title he's missing to become a Grand Slam champion. And since his debut in WWE, he's put on great matches with everyone he stepped in the ring with. That's true. And in, including John Cena, who everybody says can't wrestle. And he made yeah. John Cena look like a million bucks. He did. He sure did. He sure did. And you but, know, and I, but let's not forget James Ellsworth, too. As much yes. as I don't want to yeah. talk about him, but we still got to talk about it. I mean, he – but at the same time, uh, when you're in the ring, obviously, your main deal, your main uh, thing – as a pro wrestler is you got to protect the other guy and uh, you know, and vice versa. <clears throat> when he did that, the styles clash on James Ellsworth and James oh, Ellsworth yes. did the opposite of what we're, you're normally taught to do. And he did, you know, and it's, you he know, didn't tuck his chin. Cause he don't have one. He don't have one, <laughs> but uh, and almost broke his damn neck, but AJ saved it though, you know, cause uh, he, he's just that good. He's just that good. Um, yeah, so Elio, let me ask you, AJ Styles, what is your thoughts about AJ Styles? Before we even get into our Mount Rushmore, what is your thoughts about said AJ Styles? I like AJ Styles. I'm a fan. Uh, I've been following him since uh, Impact. Uh, of course, I didn't uh, see a lot of his New Japan stuff because I or ROH because we weren't getting we didn't get ROH here at that time. But what I've seen of him, I'm a fan. I think he's great on the mic with promos. He's put on some great matches. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I, I think he's one of the greatest in the world. Uh, Tony, what is your personal thoughts about AJ Styles? He is one of the best, period. He's just one of the best, period. But you also have to say, because I heard you mention about um, uh, the, the Mount Rushmore. Yes. And the, it's hard to do a Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling because yeah. there's a lot of greats that belong on there. Um, yep. Actually, we did a, a post a long time ago about the Mount Rushmore of wrestling and uh, a lot of different opinions, which is fine. Obviously, I think the top pick was Ric Flair. Uh, yep. Another one was uh, The Undertaker. And then it was pretty much split uh, between Austin and, and The Rock 
and Mankind, and and there was a, a whole bunch of others. Hogan. <clears throat> Hogan, yeah. So when you look at AJ Styles and you're like, all right, does he belong on a Mount Rushmore? Hell yeah, he does. Which Mount Rushmore, though? <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously, I mean, do you really put him in with somebody like Ric Flair and, and The Rock and, and Undertaker? You know what I'm saying? Is it? Yeah. Or does it? Or is it, this a separate Mount Rushmore, but on the same mountain? So you know, he, it could be. It could be, oh, be a never-ending Mount Rushmore. Exactly. And, and the thing of it is, is that uh, the, I don't know. I don't know. He does belong on Mount Rushmore, but which one? Okay. <laughs> but which one? Um, I think we do have some fan comments on this, um, and they told us what they thought about it. But before we get into those things, I'm going to tell you this. For me, my Mount Rushmore changes like the weather, man. It's just so many different, so many different people belong there. Yeah. Um, if I had to choose, and I do, I, um, I always put Bret Hart first. Bret Hart has my heart. We all know this. Yeah. Bret Hart is number one on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, <laughs> number two, oh, man, this is tough. Macho Man. Mm. You, you're going to do a Mount Rushmore right now with yeah. AJ Styles in it? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with Bret Hart. And the thing is, I always say this. As much as I hated Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels belongs up there. Absolutely. So I go Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. (laughs) And you know what? I I hate the people that say, well, Ric Flair is the greatest of all time. He has the most titles. Well, anybody can have the most titles in wrestling. It's what you do with those titles and what you do with those opportunities. Right. Now – Ric Flair, to me, is not the greatest wrestler of all time. Ric Flair is a character, and he is uh, a salesman. He knows how to sell. Yes. Um, so if I wanted to do a character uh, Mount Rushmore, it would be Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, maybe Macho Man, or John Cena, right? Okay. But if I'm looking at wrestling specifically, I'm going Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, and let's go with uh wow you know what let's go with aj styles wow i know i know everybody's gonna bash me no stone cold no rock i get it but aj styles is one of the best of all time i mean he's been doing this for 20 plus years guys and he's still flying around the ring the styles clash the phenomenal honestly every time i try to do something fun or exciting you make it not that way. I hate. He's just so mad I had to put right back in. Things that you choose to be. Wow. Wow. I know. He's coming Bret out Hart. strong. Yeah. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, <laughs> AJ Styles. I said it. I'm sticking with it. And, that, and that's your top Mount Rushmore. Yes. Really? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. But stupid, yeah, I know. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> it's like I said, though. I mean, Elio, what do you what are your thoughts on Rick's uh, t- uh, Mount Rushmore? Because I'm I'm a little conflicted. It's just uh, Mount Rushmore, like you said. It, it's always changing. Yeah, yeah. But is there? I mean, do you think there should be multiple <laughs> Mount Rushmores? I mean, like Rick, you just you just you threw out something that was uh, you threw out characters and then you threw out wrestling and then you threw out uh something else i forgot what it was but you, you know what i'm saying so i mean what is the final mount rushmore like the total package no pun on lex luger 
So you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Because I'm sorry I to say, if, if I have to be picky, and if I have to do a top Mount Rushmore, I, I want a total package. And yeah. I'm sorry to say, as much as I am a huge fan of AJ Styles, his promo working the greatest. Okay. Depends on who he's working with, though. Honestly, I think what he did with Joe, Samoa Joe, was excellent. I yeah. think what he did with John Cena was excellent. But then, yeah, like right now with Drew McIntyre, it's not carrying well. Um, I just, I think honestly, it's just who his opponent is at the time. Yeah. Well, let me ask both of y'all a question, though. What do you think uh, his pairing with that, his new bodyguard? Almost. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad he shortened that name because I can't even pronounce his last name. I couldn't yeah. either. I still can't. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Me trying to say that name on the show. <laughs> but uh, no, I think uh, I think the pairing is okay for now. Um, but I can, can see a AJ moment Styles where make it work. I think he's been making it work for now. Yeah. I think With he's him? playing the chicken shit heel. He's doing the chicken shit heel kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky he got me. You're lucky. And uh, yeah. wait till we get to our TLC predictions next week. I have a uh, pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty good. Uh, <laughs> they had a callback this week on Raw during us, during AJ Styles at the end of the AJ Styles match. Really? Yeah, remember how uh, D, uh, Kevin Nash used to do the hand in the air and show Oh, yeah, yeah. Up? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, honestly, if anybody can make this work, it is AJ Styles. Yep. You know, so, but I, I don't know. Right now, I'm not digging it. Who okay. knows? Maybe it'll grow on to me. And I do got a gripe on you, Rick Serrano the third. Of course. And what is it now? I won't say it until <laughs> we talk about NXT. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, y'all going to be shocked at what I'm going to say. You will be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh, yeah. all right, final thoughts on so, AJ Styles. What? Oh wait, well, no. Here we got go. Comments. I got him. I got him. Oh, you so, got him. Okay, you do it. Yeah. So Clay Cummings says he's the best wrestler that's going right now, but I don't think he deserves to be in the Mount Rushmore just yet. I say get more title runs the next couple of years, then maybe he's on the Mount Rushmore. He's done so much in wow. his wrestling career. Definitely a hard question. Um, RJ Adams says he's damn good, but I feel that. There have been wrestlers that have done more that should be there instead. Okay. Mm. Dusty Riley. I basically say every time he's on screen that he's the best wrestler in the world right now. So, yup. (laughs) I'm kind of sad he's only got a couple years left, if that. Well, he's in his uh, mid-40s, right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Paul T. Phillips. He says, I'm kind of eh on this one. I mean, (laughs) as a singles wrestler, yes. But when he was with the club or his current run with what's his name by his side? No. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> uh, Todd Silver says, um, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jeez. <laughs> and Josh Sanders says he belongs on TNA's Mount Rushmore, but hasn't done enough for WWE to be considered on there more than other legends. Mm. That's a strong statement. Yeah, it is. Uh, but, but he's had quite a, a resume when it comes to WrestleMania moments. I mean, Chris Jericho, yeah. Shane McMahon, yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and honestly, Tony, if I was able to come up with a fourth wrestler, which was probably Chris Jericho at the time, <laughs> back in the day, yeah. I would replace Shawn Michaels with uh, AJ Styles. Really? Yeah, because. 
you know, there was always a lot of comparisons between AJ and Shawn Michaels because hmm. of size and stature and movement right. in the ring. Um, but yeah, I think AJ Styles is a little bit ahead of Shawn Michaels, in my opinion. That's just that's how I'm taking it. Elio, wow. does AJ belong on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling greatest of all time? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes uh, because uh, like all of the accomplishments that uh, we just listed earlier, and um, like yeah, all of those accomplishments that uh, we listed earlier, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, and and it's like let's not forget. He didn't just go straight to the WWE. He came to the WWE in his later years. Yeah. And, yes, WWE is the mecca. It is the spot you want to be. But he accomplished so much outside of WWE. He was a top champion in every company mm-hmm. he's ever been in. And then he came to WWE, and then he got the top title in that picture as well, multiple times. True. So it's like, damn, this guy's damn good. Can Edge go out there and do that? Can Edge go to Japan? Can HBK no. go to Japan? No. Can any of these guys go to Japan and do what AJ did? Can they go to TNA and do what he did? I don't think so. But I you mean, remember, too, you know, on their defense, and I'm not arguing with you, Rick. I really not. Yeah. I, I do agree with you, but you got to remember, too, somebody like Edge, he's a WWE lifer. Yeah, he's he, a homebody. He, He hasn't gone outside of WWE. So the real question would be, could he do what AJ's done in his career? Uh, Could Edge do the same thing? And I, I, you know what? I have to disagree with you on that. I'm going to say, yeah, he can. He could. He could have. He could have. Put it that way. Um, In his prime. Like if he, but I, I, I just still think that with Vince, he saw that with Edge, and that's why he gave him – and I have to say he gave him pretty much anything he wanted to keep him in WWE. Oh, absolutely. You know it, it goes back to the, the brood. Gangrel yes. has said this on multiple occasions. He's like – he told uh, Christian, he's like, listen, this is just to get Edge over. We're here to push Edge. Wow, and really? That, I didn't that, know that. Yeah, yeah. The whole brood thing was – at first was about Gangrel, but then it was about Edge, and it was yeah. about pushing Edge. Really? Christian got added – he was an afterthought Christian. Christian wasn't even considered to be <laughs> anybody. It was just to get Edge over. That's what right. uh, coming from uh, Gangrel. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. But I do have to say, though, uh, I think somebody like Edge could have done something outside of WWE for sure. Okay. Uh, even if he went to New Japan, I think he would have been a top star in, in New Japan. I mean, with um, that hair, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, and plus you got to remember the comp- accomplishments that he has done in WWE. Oh, of course. And mm-hmm. I'm not shitting on on Edge by any means. I'm, I right. just picked out Edge as a specific example as somebody that's just been in WWE. Mm-hmm. Could he do what AJ has done? And I don't think he can. Yeah. No, I think I think I think so. Uh, Elio, what do you think about that comment? The Edge of today, I'd say uh, no, but uh, I can see it's uh, like. The edge of like ninety eight, around ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, could I he? See it. Yeah, okay. Um, and what was the other one you said, Rick? Who was the other one? You mentioned somebody else too. You said wow. Edge. You you t- you huh? talking about five minutes ago, Tony? That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that thought is gone. Age is catching up to you too. Jeez, I think so. <laughs> no, but all right, is... Tony. Final. It does AJ belong on the Mount Rushmore? You're avoiding it, Tony. Does no, he belong? It depends. <laughs> yes, you are. It depends. 
I'd say yes. All right, yes, he does. There you he, go. He's one of my favorites. He really is. Yes. But again, like I said, this is, and I don't want to try to give a political answer either. But you do have to look at it that way. Uh, what category? Which, yeah, which Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I get it. Which, which exactly? And it's hard to. Like, if you're going to put him in with somebody like Undertaker, I mean, I would say no. But yeah. does he belong there? Yes. Is, that makes sense? I don't fucking know. I get you. I get you. It's I hard. Why would you ask me these hard-hitting questions? That's <laughs> why we – that's what we do. That's what we do in the spotlight. This is his first show back. Why are you making it difficult for him? Well, Elio, <laughs> exactly. don't be, don't be, Thank you, Elio. I, Elio, I didn't know you were British, you fucking turncoat. <laughs> 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 I thought you were Canadian. Anyway, <laughs> with your, your uh, fucking queen of if, England on your money. <laughs> if I do have to straight up give a, a, an honest answer, I'm gonna say yes. He does belong in the All right. Podcast. All right. Let's move on to our uh, match of the year matchup. Ooh. Jesus. You gotta open up the vault. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we got our first two matchups. We Good. have. From January, when things were normal, worlds collide. Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. Mm. Going head-to-head against the most recent war games, the NXT Men's Undisputed Era versus the brand. Mm. Who you guys got? This is probably, first of all, we said this a million times. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole. <laughs> He is all over this. He is in, Tony, four of the five matches nominated for Match of the Year for Wrestling POV. Jesus, man. He was wow. in four of the eight last year, and yeah. he won. And, he, and won. he won Superstar of the Year last year. Jesus, man. So let's get into this. Worlds Collide, or is it NXT War Games? We'll go with Tony first, and then we'll go with Elio. I'm going to go with Worlds Collide um, okay. because of the simple fact that – the war games that I I wasn't really into it. I liked it. I yeah. liked it, but I don't think it was better than Worlds Collide. So I'm going to go okay. with Worlds Collide. All right, Elio? Okay, I'm going to go with uh, War Games. Wow. Wow, War Games. Any reason why? What's, what's the I, just, uh, I just uh, liked like, everything that I, I saw in that match. It was just fun. Yeah, it was. And uh, Meltzer actually gave it a 4.75 stars. The, the war games or world's Collide? He gave war games, war games, 4.75. No kidding. Yeah, I would give it five. He's copying our rating, huh? Yeah, I gave, I gave it a five. That was a, that was a great match. Really? Especially with Pat McAfee. Yeah, I loved it. Elio, what did you give it? I gave it a four. Four? Yeah, it's, yeah I, I, I would go more with Elio. It's about a four. It was a four, for sure. But damn, Rick, you gave it a five? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Uh, Pat McAfee surprised the hell out of me. But if we're going to pick, honestly, first of all, this is one of the matches I wanted to see. I was dying to see Imperium versus Undisputed Era at Worlds Mm -hmm. Collide. Are you kidding me? That was huge. We got Walter and you got all these. Come on, man. Um, But then again, War Games was damn good. But at the end of the day, I got to go with my heart. And my heart tells me Worlds Collide was the better match. I got to go with that. It, it, it was wow. just – it was right up there. It was one of the yeah. one of the best matches of the year. So that's why uh, 
I'm choosing that. And the fans voted, Tony, and the fans voted 66% in agreement with us. They picked Worlds Collide. 34% picked War Games. Elio, you're wrong. It's okay, Elio, no problem. 66%. Well, we're war, uh, worlds collide. So, yeah, worlds I'm not, collide. I'm not upset. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Elio, do you want any cheese with that wine? <laughs> oh, we got jokes, Miguel. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I got to go with, uh, yes, yeah, so the worlds collide is going to advance to the finals. Right, we got a short run to the finals this year. Yeah, I mean, with and the pandemic people, and everything. Yeah, people <laughs> got to understand this pandemic really put a damper on a lot of things. But I am also glad that the pay per view points game is coming back. So yes, absolutely. I'm excited about that. Um, we're all former champions of the wrestling yes. uh, pay per view points game. Um, I think this is Elio's favorite uh, part of the sh- of wrestling POV is the <laughs> pay-per-view points game. Um, I think I think yeah. uh, Matt Novak though. I think he still holds the record, uh, like for the most um, predicted matches, right, in a row. Yes, yes, he has won twice with perfect scores, with perfect back-to-back scores. pay-per-views. Yeah. yeah. And he's also won three pay-per-views in a row. That's the longest anybody's have held the title. Um, I, of course, (laughs) am the most You're really going to run down your accolade? (laughs) I mean, I wasn't, but since you asked, I am the first ever wrestling POV champion. I'm the first ever two-time wrestling POV champion. I'm the first ever three-time wrestling POV champion. I am the first ever WPOV global champion. I do have to say, <laughs> I'll wait. I do have to say, Elio Canella. Okay. Oh, I, I know why he's doing that. El, uh, Miguel won the title once. Yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> but Elio is like the once, right? Yes, absolutely. There's no other way. Uh, um, <laughs> Elio Canella has actually is like the ultimate dragon of this bitch where he's got, I think he has the most titles combined. Serious? So we had our, I think well, it started our, in 2017. Yeah. Wait, what? With SummerSlam. With SummerSlam. Yeah. 2017. Wow. I think he has the most titles of the first place, second place, third place titles. Really? But you know what, Elio? We're taking away second and third place. Now it's just you're either the best or your last. Oh, just hey, one first or last. So oh, you ain't first or last. Sorry. I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. Tony's used to being last. No, I've wanted a few <laughs> times. I'm also a Grand Slam champion. That's true. The first ever. Yes. Yes. I do hold that title very, very well. And. Um, I'm really curious because now we have the lone wolf, Andy Anderson, with us now. And I'm curious to see how he does in these pay-per-view points game. This, well, is, this will be his first one. Yeah, probably terrible. Everybody does terrible Jeez. the first time. In <laughs> oh, more Man. ways than one. All right. All right. So uh, do you have anything set up for next week's spotlight or is that going to – were you going to put us in suspense? I wanted to do honestly. I wanted to do Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, um, I okay. wanted to see what people think about him. So wow, interesting. We'll put, That'd be cool. 
that'll be cool. Looking forward to that. And uh, of course, if you guys want to drop us a line, join us uh, on Facebook, tell your friends, tell your family and uh, any questions or comments, just post it on there and I'll make sure uh, we'll make sure that we will discuss it on the show and uh, we go from there. So with that being said, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick, brother. I just want to. All play. right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> See, Elio? That's how it's That's done. how you do it. Well, yeah. I thought that was Elio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tony's buddy, Kurt Angle, turns 52 years old. Yes, he is my buddy. Damn it. Yes. Happy birthday. John Wait, Moxley, how old is he? 52. 52? God, Lord. 52. And, and uh, <laughs> what did you think about uh, Billy Graham? His comments, Tony, before we move on about uh, Kurt taking steroids. Um, That's a little fucked up, number one. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Uh, number two, I have been emailing superstar Billy Graham and trying to get him on the show. So Ooh. I'm trying to convince him to get on. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a little hesitant. <laughs> yeah, I might not hold back. Uh, that that's one. fine. That's fine. And I think that's what he's starting to realize. Um, yeah. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. We were going back and forth a little bit, um, but then he kind of like hasn't responded back when I told him that I, I wanted to have him on the show to ask him a few questions. And uh, he hasn't responded back. So, But, uh, you know, yeah, dude, bro, that's fucked up. That was a fucked up comment. That really yeah. was. I was like, come oh. on, man, Billy. I let him have it last week. I heard, man. He was like, <laughs> stay the fuck off of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, well, I'm going to win ghetto. <laughs> happy birthday, Kurt. Uh, John Moxley turns 35 years old. Wow. Wow. Young, right? Younger than you? Yeah. Yeah. Younger than I thought. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio turns 46. <sighs> Little Ray. <laughs> Hang him up, Ray. You think so? Uh, I think so. Really? What? <laughs> <laughs> and Elio can do more. Elio cuts better promos than Ray. Oh, and then, man. And they're it's almost true. the same height. That's true. I mean, Ray towers over Elio, but, yeah, they're almost the same. Jesus. <laughs> Cage match, Elio versus Rey Mysterio. <laughs> I want to see that. Hell yeah. Yo, because Elio's from Toronto, it's not the 619, it's just the six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Sabu turns 56 years old. Really? 56? Yeah, wow. 56. Okay. He's another yeah, one, another, too. He's another yeah. one that needs to stay off of social media. Yeah, Easy. for sure. But he also wrote a book with uh, Kenny Casanova. So you yes, go to WOHW.com, buy yourself a book from Kenny Casanova. He has uh, Sabu, Dangerous Danny Davis, Vader, Kamala, mm-hmm. Tito Santana, and so much more. You don't want to miss out. So go to WOHW.com and purchase a book today from Kenny Casanova. Yeah, yes. And last but not least, and I say last but not least because S.A. Rios gets more coverage <laughs> than, in, on Wrestling POV than any other – uh, podcast. S.A. Rios gets named once a year for his birthday. Wait, but before you go any further, Reg, I think you owe an explanation on who is S.A. Rios. S.A. Rios was the, the red-headed 
uh, luchador who didn't yes. wear a mask. He introduced us all to Lita. Yes. He was the one of the best cruiserweights in WWE when he first came up. Uh, he yes. owned Sunday Night Heat. That was his location, man. Yes. Sunday Night Heat is where S.A. Rios was. Yes. Um, S.A. Rios was badass, man. I really he liked was. him. He was. He was good. He was good. Um, but he turns 42. Happy birthday. Happy and birthday. Uh, <laughs> that's our coverage. We'll see you next year, S.A. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong, man. <laughs> but true. Uh, with that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right, so Jackson you know, Riker. You no, know, I, I bet you you missed that jingle, huh? I did. I mean, I was struggling. <laughs> bum, bum, I heard bum, it. Bum. I heard trying to do that, and then you know, Elio was trying to sing background music. I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> trying to do a duet. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Riker of the Forgotten Sons is now Elias's enforcer, at least yes. on main event. At least on main event. Yes, yes. Uh, so Dave Metzler, you fucked up by telling everybody he got released. He didn't get released. He just you got said sent. That? Yeah, really? he said he was getting released. Uh, but he got sent to Elias. Now, what do you think about this parent, Elio? I don't know what to think. Yeah, uh, I've never been a big Jackson Riker fan. But uh, I guess I'll just, uh, I'm just going to wait and see like what what they do with this, with this pairing. See, this is why I like Elio. Elio's like a, a – he's like patience. He's zen. He's the Phil Jackson of wrestling POV. <laughs> he's like, we're going to run the triangle offense with the three of us, but we're going to do it nice and calmly. We're going to wait and see what happens. Because for me, I'm going to jump right on it, and I say, this is a terrible pairing. Terrible <laughs> I hate it. I don't want to see Why? Jackson Riker with Elias. Wait a minute. Why, First of all, there's too much beard. Too much beard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You can't hold up. Wait, Rick. You cannot say that when you are a fan of the Wyatt family and yes. all the but they were all fucking rednecks from the fucking south, they, and they, they were from they, the swamp. New Orleans. They had the New They're Orleans from Norwich. They're from the Orleans. swamp. Oh, whatever the fuck they call it. You know, Narwins. New Orleans. Narwins. It's not new. It's just Nar. Nar. I'm sitting here myself. It's Narwins. But yes, that's what it is. Narwins. But you still liked it. I did. I loved it. But this doesn't work. This doesn't work for a rock group. It's not ZZ Top. It's just like it just doesn't work for me. Look at that ZZ Top reference. Hey, anybody? Anybody? No. No. I I said it was. I said wait and see, but um. Which is really odd, this pairing. It is. How is it odd, though? Uh, like, I don't know, like, uh, what, what, what's it? So it, it, he's, like, the bodyguard of the enforcer. That's what they're doing. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like the roadie where Road Dog was with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> That's but, what it is. Now, now, he's also not young, Jackson <laughs> Riker. He's also older. <laughs> Yes. So, I mean, for me, I mean, it, this might be the perfect role for him. Yeah, I mean, but he's also in shape, though. This dude's jacked. So I can't use age as an excuse, but at the same time, it's like, all right, what else? Where else is he going to go? Where else? I will tell you go? this. If he was to shave, he would be fine. But those other two jabronis from the Forgotten Sons, <laughs> grow your fucking beards oh. back. Because what the yeah. hell is what? Yeah. I don't even know the other guy's name. I know Wesley Blake. Steve he looks, Cutler. No, yeah, he, Steve Cutler. Yeah. Steve Cutler. 
Where did his chin go? It's just, yeah. just terrible. <laughs> they look like J Bros, man, with their fucking Usher jackets they, on. Yeah. Not Usher, but Usher. Like, yeah, but, but not only and wearing hoodies. It's like, oh, yeah. seriously, who designed that shit? Oh, it just doesn't work. No, doesn't that doesn't. Work. I'm glad to see them back, but no, that just they came. No, no, now. My opinion of it, though, with him pairing off with Elias, I think it's fine. Um, it, it does give a little bit of the Jeff Jarrett and Road Dog vibe. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, you're not going to call Jackson Riker a, a Road Dog or anything like that, or a roadie, for that matter. Uh, to What do they call him, an enforcer or bodyguard? Yeah, that's what we're getting. We're getting enforcer, enforcer? for now. All right. Yeah. So, okay. is, this, is this just on main event, or is this like... This was just our main event for now. Yeah. It wasn't okay. anything. I think they were just testing the waters they, to they, see what happened. Yeah, probably. But like Elio said, let's see where it goes. Let's see, let's see what yeah. happens. Let's just see. All right. Happens. And my my last bit of news is sad bit of news. Uh, Tommy Lister. Yes. Who also, we all know in the wrestling world as Zeus. Zeus. And both of you in the, the movie world knows him as Debo. Yes. From passes Friday. away at the age of two. Yes. Um, yes. Sad yeah. news, you know, he was famous in wrestling for his, the movie No Holds Bar, which was mm-hmm. a terrible movie, by the way. Yes. But he was known for that, and he took his character, and he brought him to real life, and he was tag mm-hmm. team partners with the Macho Man, um, yes. or the Macho King at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's sad. Uh, yeah. Everybody knows Debo. Everybody knows that you're going to watch out for Debo. Debo's going to take your stuff <laughs> and it's his he's gonna come in on his little bike with his cockeyed and he's gonna fuck yeah. you up <laughs> it's my mom the punk yeah <laughs> damn, damn. Oh, like, <laughs> so uh sad day uh uh thoughts and prayers go out to his family and uh 2020 just fucking stop yeah how <clears throat> much more do you need stop exactly all right, let's go into the rumors All with Tony Diaz. An idea that's been discussed, however not determined at this point, is an uh, on-screen pairing of Charlotte and Andrade when they return to TV. The idea behind it is to use Charlotte's star power to elevate Andrade into the main event scene. So what do you guys think about that? <laughs> Real-life couple, for those that don't know. Um, Elio, what do you think of that? <laughs> you know, I just want to say this real quick. You, the way you just said that, Tony, mm-hmm. you got Elio looking so intrigued. He just said, <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, I bet you. Okay, um, real life uh, couples on screen. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I it couldn't work. Yeah, but do you think, I mean, with the with the uh, idea of to elevate Andrade into the main event scene, I mean, do I they mean, really I, need Charlotte I, for that? I, mean, yeah. I, I don't really think uh, we need uh, Charlotte to elevate him. He was an NXT champion. He exactly. Didn't, uh, have, he didn't have anyone uh, that then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Elio, that doesn't mean much on the main roster. <laughs> I'm sorry. <When laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> right? When sure. you're the NXT champion, I mean, Bo Dallas was the NXT champion. <laughs> so, well, yeah. So the, the main roster is different. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I, yeah. I think for me, I think he can do it without Charlotte. 
Uh, yeah, Rick, I absolutely agree with you. I agree with you. He can do it without her. He's proven it. I, I agree with Elio. He was the NXT champion. Could it be because was, of his English? It has to be. It has to be because of his English. Because his wrestling ability is so fucking good. It is. But, but I can see it. Make Andrade the new king of the ring. Make it the king mm. and the queen. Ooh. Oh. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. That's yeah. Oh, that's a good one there. Yep. Mark it down. What's yep. today's date? What's today? <laughs> 11, 12. Today's is 12 11 or 12? 12. December 12. 12. There you go. December 12th, 2020. Uh, Rick Serrano. Just, uh, I'm just saying, we haven't been wrong yet. Is what I'm saying. That's true. Um, <clears throat> Except for one. every time. Now, speak- <laughs> now, speaking of Andrade, where the hell has uh, Angel Garza been? I was just about to ask you, Kyle. Did they just drop that so, guy? Because he was doing this whole thing backstage with that single rose. Yeah. He yeah. cut his hair, which was terrible. What? Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> he cut his yeah. hair? If you look back at the Battle Royal, he cut oh. his hair. He does not look good. I, I missed that. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't look good. Um, apparently, this other rumor is that he's coming back with all red everything. Mm, interesting. And that, that the roses are for her. Oh, and then boy. they're planning on him and Eva, Eva Marie going against Charlotte and Andrade. Jesus. <laughs> oh. I mean, I know you love Eva Marie, Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, WWE recently filed a trademark for Karen Kwan. It's believed that will be the name used by Karen Q. Speculations that Zia Lee Boa Vignettes on NXT are leading to her debut. Okay. So, Who's that? You don't know who that is? No. Okay, I'm not going to tell you right now. <laughs> I just put the I just put the the monkey wrench into this whole thing. Tony's just like back out. What the fuck? You fucked it up, Rick. Fuck. <laughs> now my thing is, um, speaking of these uh, the Zia Lee vignettes. Yes. First of all, they're yes. fucking phenomenal. I like them. Uh, yes, second I of all, like I think, and I could be wrong, but I seriously think it has Tessa Blanchard's name written all over it for some reason. I don't know yes. why. I don't know why, but I feel that. I feel yes. that. So. Yes. We'll see. Yes. That's we'll see what happens. We'll talk more about it when we get into NXT. And finally, uh, this is a quote, and uh, I want you the guys to take a guess on who said this quote. You ready? Yes, sir. It says, uh, absolutely, WWE is, uh, is my number one home. Uh, my family, they prepared me for all the things I am doing and what I want to do in my career. I am forever grateful to the company, to Vince McMahon, Hunter, uh, uh, and Stephanie. If it made sense, of course I'd come back home. Who do you think said that? Ooh, who's coming back home? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? No. What? Who? Is that my man? Is that my man CM Punk? No. no. <laughs> it is not. Oh. Elio, you want to take a crack uh, at it? I, I I read this quote. I just can't uh, I can't ever think of the name at the moment. <laughs> well, uh, Rick, you just uh, said her name earlier. Eva Marie. Whoa! Yes. Eva Marie, come on back. Oh, Rick. So I mean, it's funny yeah. that you mentioned it earlier. So I mean, uh, baby, come back. 
Could it be? Now, let me ask Elio because, uh, Rick, me and you go back and forth on this whole Eva Marie thing. I think <laughs> she's probably the worst wrestler I've ever seen, the worst actress I've ever seen. She's only getting by on her looks, which is, okay, they're fine. But, <laughs> Elio, <laughs> I do got to ask, what do you, what, what's your thoughts and opinions on Eva Marie? Seriously. Uh, I've never been a fan of Eva Marie. Thank you. This is Elio's last show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Elio's like, you know who runs this bitch, right? Uh, <laughs> now, I mean, like, does she have the good? Uh, can she wrestle, Elio? Can we just settle this, Elio? I have to. I'm not entertained by her matches. I can't. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is Elio's last segment. But, on but, <laughs> But you do agree, though, that she's only getting by on her looks. Yeah, so, like, she has her all, all red everything. That's it. It's her, <laughs> it's, it's her, her right. whole presentation. Yeah, it's true. It's like, and it's really, she only got there because of, I um, think, Total Bellows. Yes. Oh, yes, that's right, with JoJo. Yeah. With JoJo, that's right. Wow, that's a long time ago. All right, so that's all I got for the rumors. Rick. What do you have for the injury? I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know. Uh, Candice LeRae has a broken arm after war games. Now, this spot was so botched. I don't understand what was happening. So what happened was Candice LeRae is laying on top of two chairs, and Shotzi's going up the ladder. For whatever reason, Mm -hmm. Candice digs out from underneath her, pulls out one chair, and places it on top of her. Yes. I guess... What she was going for was for Shotzi to come down on top of the chair so she yeah. hurts herself and right. Candace. Yes. But for whatever reason, Candace gets her arm stuck in between the chair and her body, and she breaks her arm. Jesus. So, but you know it's funny, though, because uh, was it Raquel Gonzalez or some one of the other team members said, they go, you see how, she, how Candace sacrificed herself for the good of the team? No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. So she's going to be out of action for about six to eight weeks unless you know it's what? more serious. No, no, don't give me that shit. They're still going to show her face and fucking Oh, she's going to be on there every week. Oh. Sure. She'll be out of in-ring action. Um, also from War Games injury, Bobby Fish yes. tore his, bice- uh, his tricep, tricep off the bone. Yeah. Now, he had surgery on December 7th. Uh... Mm-hmm. It was minor, though. It was not a tear, and it's expected to be back about eight weeks. So what was first said was he tore it off the bone. No, yeah. that's not true. It's just a minor tear. But it was saying that it was a freak accident, that a piece of the cage pierced his elbow and severed his triceps. Serious? Yes. Wow. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. <laughs> 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 Why we laugh at that? <laughs> because I, I just want to see your face when I said it. And I was like, he's going to go with it. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. You guys don't understand the rapport we have. None of this show is planned. We don't talk to each other about wrestling. Like, there'll be times where we chat on our, our private chat, but that's mm-hmm. about it. We don't talk about this show. We'll say, okay, we're going to talk about this, and yeah. that's it. Yep. Disgusting was not planned. <laughs> Jesus. Elio, my man. 
Elio, Sorry. we're going to move on to the hot tag news oh, okay. uh, with Pat McAfee. Yes. Now, Elio, is Pat McAfee a wrestler? After he proven I, himself. After what I saw in uh, War Games and uh, based off of that one match he had with uh, Adam Cole at that takeover, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say yes because this guy's done some pretty insane stuff in the ring. Yeah. But it's only been two matches, though. Can he keep up that pace, do you think? Star uh, wins. See uh, where they go next. See yeah. like if in this uh, if he has another match. Yeah. Well, see the thing is too is that um, of course I, I think we talked about this when his first match with Adam Cole was that all that was called in the ring. They didn't even talk about it in the back. They didn't practice. They didn't do any of that. That was all called in the ring. So I was impressed with that. Um, now here's my uh, issue issue with this is that. This is Pat McAfee's second match, and it was with technically the second one is still with Adam Cole. Did he feel comfortable with him? Is you know is Adam Cole just that damn good that he can still you know help the guy out during the uh, the War Games match? I don't know. I I gotta wait and see who he's gonna fight next yeah. uh, to determine that. I this is only two matches in. Mind you, though, I am impressed with it. I really am. Uh, he did the, some crazy shit at War Games. He did some crazy shit with Adam Cole in the beginning. Um, but again, that's only his second match. Did he do good? Yes, he did. He actually um, exceeded a lot of people's expectations. Wow, I think. Yes, the big word for a Latino. <laughs> but um, he he did. You know, he he. I got to give him credit on that. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to bash the guy on the, on those two matches, but I will say, uh, let's go a little, little bit further down the road and see what how he does with other uh, wrestlers. Is he really going to be that good? Uh, and that's yeah. and I think that's a question for later on. But as of right now, no, it, it's pretty impressive. Right? Uh, we got some comments. I'm going to go over. Sure. Uh, we got Clay Cummings. Now, mm-hmm. this is the most biased fucking comment of all time because <laughs> Pat McAfee played for the Indianapolis Colts and yes. guess where Clay Cummings is from? Indiana. Oh, so this is what he boy. had to say. Oh my god, you're kidding. Pat has done a great job in WWE. I think he really has proved his himself to be a wrestler. I'm not just saying this because I'm a huge Colts fan and not just saying it because I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan. Pat is taking bumps like a legit wrestler He's done the work to actually be a believable and legit superstar. I'm so proud and always will be a supporter of Pat McAfee. To add to it, his promos are great too. LOL. All right. All right. Somebody. What is that, Velvet? <laughs> exactly. He's all, he's wrapped around him like it's Velvet. That's what it sounds like. Um, Jay Hobble from the UK. He comes oh. out and says... I'm going to put this one out there, but could he be the best celebrity cameo there's been? And you know what, Tony? I'm going to say what I think in a little bit. Josh Sanders says, (laughs) Josh Sanders says, yes, he has. He makes me believe that this is legit who he is and will be in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Okay. And last but not least, Mastin Mullins says, who? With Snoop Dogg. (laughs) With Snoop Dogg. Who? Um, I'm getting my POV right now. Go ahead. You know what? The guy is damn fucking good. He is fucking good. He is great on the mic. 
and I even CM Punk said it. He said it's a sad day in wrestling when Pat McAfee's the best on the mic. Wow. Right now he's the best on the mic. Wow. Pat McAfee's the best on the mic in the business right now. He is fucking hilarious. Wow. And he's fucking great. I think he's what he's doing in the ring is sensational. I think what he is doing to the non-believers is deplorable because he's just making them eat their shit. He is just saying, eat it, because I am kicking ass and taking this. Tony, after War Games, on his personal podcast, he wore a neck brace. Yep. Kayfabe is alive again. Are we not, like, seeing this? This guy is wrestling. He is a wrestler. That matter, people. In case case y'all listening and saying, so what, Rick? He wore it. You know, it matters. It really does matter. And the key word you just said there, you know, is kayfabe is is not dead. It's it's alive, you know. And um, <laughs> but but you're absolutely right. For him to go to take that extra step into showing that, dude, I was just in a big fight in the cave. You know, for even for non wrestling fans, and to see that, they have to question. What the fuck happened to you, dude? And then it's like, well, I did this match, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then it makes new wrestling fans become a wrestling fan. And yeah. That was pretty smart of him. That was pretty smart. Yeah. If you're a fan of Pat McAfee, like Clay Cummings is, you listen to his <laughs> podcast and you're like, oh, let me check out this match. Yeah. I mean, yep. I'm shocked that Clay didn't name his son Pat, as big a fan he is. <laughs> True. Oh lord. That's true. Um, but yes, I absolutely believe he's a wrestler and we asked the fans, the fans voted. Mm-hmm. 60% say yes, 40% oh. say no. I'm shocked oh. by that. Okay. I would have thought maybe 70-30, maybe yeah. even 75-25, but no, 60-40. Wow. Hmm. All right, hey. hey. Huh? People have spoken. People have spoken. But I, I, I but I will stick to my guns when I say let's see what he does with somebody else. Oh, I agree. And, uh, if if it happens to be where you know, hey, who knows? Maybe he he can be. I will say this also: it's been a long time since we had. Uh, is he a celebrity? By the way, would you consider I, him a celebrity? I would say he is hmm. not a celebrity because what? Well, he's a non-wrestler. Yeah, I want okay, He's a non-wrestler. Yeah. He's yeah. Non-wrestler. Um, but to, to see somebody that's a non-wrestler do as good as he did, that's pretty impressive. Oh, he's the best there's ever been, we, I think, We in haven't my seen that in a long time. And I will uh, go up. I think it was Clay Cummings that said it about his promo work. It is good. It yeah. is good. And I tell you, when you got to go back <clears throat> a little bit further, too, with uh, when Pat Math. McAfee on his show when he had Adam Cole on the show. I even played the clip yeah. on air. Come on, man. That was, you know, I laughed though when he said, Oh, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah, that was funny. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, for me, it's like, uh, this is, this is a, if this is a work, this is a pretty damn good work. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, hey, I'll give him, I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. It's, it's one of the best we've seen in a long time. I will say, I that. mean, Let's put Adam Cole and Pat McAfee against each other. Go up against Bam Bam Bigelow and Lawrence Taylor. Wow. Who wins that? Well, it's definitely Pat McAfee and, and Adam Cole. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure, Absolutely. right? Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Well, uh, Tony, I think it's time to take a fucking break. Yeah, let's take a break. We've been battling on for a while. and um, Elio hasn't stopped, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, he is, he, it, it's Elio. It is Elio. So, Elio yeah. POV podcast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it, it, right. it says in my uh, email address, Elio is POV and female. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. It is. <laughs> so there you Not, go, ladies. If you exactly. guys want to send a personal message to Elio, he just he you know what, Elio, you a slick mofo. You did that shit on purpose, didn't you? Just, just uh, said, hey, girls. The, he's like well, I just shit. play it right here. <laughs> he's slick. He's like, you know, we're all over the country, we're all over the world. I gotta get me nice la- ladies, my email. <laughs> Like my personal email. Hell yeah, yeah this is my personal email where you can read. No, no, my personal one is uh, different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is his business. It's all, this is business. That's his business. All right, all right, okay. Let's let's take a break before I lose my damn mind. Uh, when we come back, we got this week in wrestling. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Pick up a shirt today for $19.99. It's the holiday season. Buy your boyfriend, your husband, or your wife, or your girlfriend, or your bald-headed granny, <laughs> or your toothless grandpa, whatever you want. Wow. Buy them a Wrestling POV Podcast t-shirt today for $19.99, plus shipping and handling, of course. Also, you can go to ColinElbowBrand.com. And use promo code WPOV and save yourself 10%. Guys, it's there for you. ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. It's simple as that. Buy a shirt. Also, ladies and gentlemen, your boy Rick Serrano III interrupted D'Lo Brown on the (laughs) upcoming episode of WPOV Quarantine and just marked the fuck out. I talked to D'Lo Brown, guys. D'Lo Brown is on the upcoming episode of WPOV Quarantine this Tuesday. You're looking at the real deal now. <laughs> yes, that D'Lo Brown, the best European champion of all time. I told him that. Best frog splash of all time. I told him that. I even told him a lot of other things. You wanted to stay tuned and check it out on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday we have WPOV Quarantine. Also, we have, like I said, we've had big names. We had uh, Bruce Hart. We've had Savio Vega. We got big names coming. I'm not going to say it, but maybe Kevin Sullivan. We got big names coming down the pipeline. You want to see it here first at WPOV Quarantine. That is our Zoom-based show. You can find it on YouTube and Facebook, our videos, and, of course, audios and on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio for free, and TuneIn Radio. Um, Also, we have WPOV Global where you find Elio Canella as well as Andy Anderson and TJ Logan. These guys are killing it and taking names. They are covering AEW mostly. They also cover New Japan. They cover Impact when they have people from AEW <laughs> jumping over, um, MLW, and so on and so forth. Of course, you got Wrestling POV Podcast with myself, Tony Diaz, and again, Elio Canella and Miguel Cole. Uh, Elio, you're all over. And of course, we have <laughs> WPOV Aftermath. After every pay per view, you can find us or some 
sort of us, like it'll be a mixture of us, or all of us, or some of us, or one of us, where we discuss the pay-per-views afterwards. And also, from now on, whenever it is a WWE pay-per-view, we will be announcing the winners of the pay-per-view points game on Aftermath. So you don't want to miss out on that great opportunity. It's going to be huge. Huge. I mean, well, not, not, not the winner per se. We'll announce second place because obviously I'm going to win. Like, <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, it is now time for this week in wrestling. Tony, let's get raw. Yeah, let's get raw. But before that, I just wanted to, to oh, here go we off go. Of what you were saying. Because if you guys uh, just heard earlier how I was in contact with superstar Billy Graham, yes. but he wasn't the only one. Like, even though I wasn't here for the last few weeks, I have been working still for a wrestling POV and talking with talents. And I will say this, I can't give away everything, but I, I, it's going to be shocking. It's going to be surprising. And um, it has a lot to do with uh, previous conversations that we've been having about wrestlers, wrestling, tag teams, and all that other stuff. So take what I just say, take it as you will. But in the future, soon, I'm hoping by the end of the year, or at the beginning of the year, we're going to have a surprise, um, uh, I don't know how to say this, but uh, appearance. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still talking with them and uh, been chatting back and forth. I've been keeping this on the hush-hush, and it uh, looks like it's going to happen, uh, in my opinion. Uh, just trying to work out the details. So with that being said, let's go straight into Raw Notes. Um... The lowest uh, for me, it was there was a couple 1.5s. Uh, Randy Pro, Randy's promo with Ray, I wasn't really into it. Uh, the match uh, for me was Retribution versus Dana and uh, Ricochet. Uh, I gave that a one and a half. Uh, yeah. For me, it's like I guess uh, last week uh, when um, what's her name? Me, me again, new name. Uh, reckoning. 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 I guess she took her mask off, and I guess she got in trouble for that. Well, it fell Reckoning. off because she was oh, wearing a mask like what we wear for when we go outside. It just loops True. over the ears. That's True. not a good wrestling mask. No, no, it's not. It's not a wrestling ma- wrestling mask at all. Um, but uh, yeah, so it fell off, and I, I, I'm saying like she really got in trouble for it when she went to the back. So wow. I don't know. You know, like. <sighs> If you're in the wrestling business, you know sometimes people go into business for themselves. So that's how they took it. They took it as uh, she was going to business for herself. So that's why she kind of got yelled at. Um, so if you notice uh, in that match, her mask stayed on for the full thing. Um, I'm not a fan of how they're treating her. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that she, uh, her name Mia again, she put, uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, Copyright copyright on it for herself and wwe didn't get a chance to do it but you know what so what that's her right if she wanted to do that then she can do that so you don't have to punish her for that and for me for her to take the loss two two weeks in a row i'm like no 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 she's a talented uh wrestler and she should be treated as such oh yeah what were your low points of uh raw uh, that was my low, one of my low points. Uh, Rick Shade, Dana Brooke, Slapjack, and Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. TV. Oof. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Give that a one. Yeah. 
You were yeah. being nice. <laughs> <laughs> My All lowest right. points for me was Miss TV as well. AJ mm-hmm. Styles, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. Why waste our time when you have a match? Exactly. You're wasting so much time yeah. talking. Like, yeah. I hate it. Like, in the beginning of the show, fine. If you're going to come back out for the main event, fine. But not in the middle of the show where you're going to have a fight not not two segments later. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. It was a, a .5 worthy. And I also I gave a 1 to the Ricochet Dana Brooke match, defeating Reckoning and Slapjack. It was just terrible. Mm-hmm. What are they doing with Retribution? I don't know. But they're losing like crazy. We haven't seen yeah. T-Bar or Mace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. And speaking of Mace... They sent him back to the performance center alongside uh, multiple yeah. other wrestlers like uh, Keith he- Lee <laughs> to go yeah. get their asses back in the ring and train and almost as well. But uh, yeah, uh, Vince McMahon is not happy. And actually, they said, oh, did you say Otis? Almost. Oh, and Otis. Yes. Otis, oh, Otis was well. there too. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm shocked because Vince is really high on him. So yeah. I was shocked with that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Interesting to to know what the the purpose behind that was, because there's got to be something more than that. It does. It has to. Yeah. It has to. Maybe. Hey, you know what? Maybe Vince is probably tired of uh, hearing Keith Lee's promos of salutations and poo poos. <laughs> Vince was like, "Oh shit, they're talking about us on wrestling POV again. I gotta get them to stop." I even, I even have a theory about where they came from. Where, where, where did it came from, Elio? Uh, there was a movie from the 80s called Heathers with Christian Slater and Winona. And, uh, yeah, Winona Ryder. And uh-huh. Christian Slater's character is sitting in a restaurant. Winona Ryder and her friends uh, walk up to the table. He turns around and says, greetings and salutations. <laughs> there you go, guys. Fun little fact from you, Elio You know what? It's been the mystery of ours for a while, and Elio just solved it. So, Greetings and salutations. I guess we can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> That's it. Elio just fucked it up. <laughs> fucked it up. I'm kidding. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, Rick, what was your loans again? I gave it to Miss TV and uh, the Ricochet Dana White. Dana yeah. Brooke. Dana match. White. Dana White. <laughs> Dana <laughs> White. <laughs> <laughs> it's time it's time yeah yeah sure um all right high points for me the only high point was uh randy versus uh the bray wyatt not the fiend but i loved everything about this i gave it a three and a half the reason wow. why i gave it a three and a half is because we haven't seen bray in a while i'm, I'm talking the bray character not the fiend and um just the simple fact how they pulled that off at the end. And I found out how they pulled it off. Uh, would you like to know? Yes. Okay. Well, that was pre-taped. So if you noticed, uh, when they started playing the Fiend's music, that uh, they started shutting off the lights of the the, um, uh, the Thunderdome. Yep. So that's because they didn't, you know, they went straight to the taped part of it. And that's why you saw that happen so fast. Um, yeah. I thought that was neat. I loved it. I thought it was uh, a great way to end the show, finally. So I gave it a three and a half. Rick. Wow. Uh, my high point actually was Ms. Morrison and AJ defeating Sheamus and Drew. I gave okay. that a three. I was really entertained by this. I love the pairing of Sheamus and Drew, and I love do what you? they did backstage. Yeah, I really do. I like the whole uh, Celtic uh, family name and shit like that. But, with the- but do you think – 
they're only doing that to have a match later on with Sheamus and Drew? I or, do you not. Really, or do you really think this is going to be a, like a long-term thing? I wish it was a long-term thing. I, I wish it was a that. tag team. You don't see it. No, bro. I don't. I think Ooh. something's going to they, – they're trying to set this up to have it to where it's going to be Sheamus against um, Drew. Okay. I can see that too, though. I mean, I wouldn't be upset by it either. Right. I was looking at it from two, uh, from two angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was looking at it from uh, a match uh, down the road between the two of them, or this is like Sheamus is our 2.0. Oh, yeah. yeah. The bah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I want to see that again, to be honest. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see that again. But right. yeah. Elio, what was your high point overall? High point was uh, the Randy Orton, uh, Bray Wyatt. That was good. Neither one of three. It was good. Okay. And 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 also too, um, the reason why Alexa Bliss wasn't there is because she she was doing uh I don't know if she was like it, it was a cameo, obviously it has to be. Um, but she was uh they said finished filming for Punky Brewster. So apparently they're bringing that back. Um Wow. So that's why she wasn't there. Um but, but speaking of her, I, I gotta find out what what you guys think of her of her turning into this bray uh whitish character character. it's amazing it's amazing she's She's the best thing going right now character wise she's the best thing going that girl good all right so uh overall i gave raw 2.06 this week uh honestly in my opinion um because i why did i give it the two point well there was a few twos and i think that uh 3.5 boosted it up a little bit but um, I think it might be a little bit lower than that. Uh, Elio, what did you give Raw this week? I gave it 1.8. Uh, Rick? I gave it a 2.1. Not oh, wow. terrible. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's about right. Sure. Right. Um, let's go into NXT POV Mamma Mia. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think after I say Mamma Mia, I think Elio should go. I'm afraid I'm, I'm afraid we've got some bad news. <laughs> that could be better, but. <laughs> I can do a better weight there. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to practice that off air. <laughs> that, that was pretty good, I thought. Yeah, thought yeah. Good. If you were dumb, dumb and deaf. Jesus, man. Wow. All wow. right. Um, my, for me, my lowest point was Gargano's promo. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, so what were they calling this uh, new group, The Way? The way, the Gargano's way, the way, way out of it. I want him. Um, and also, listen, that was my lowest point. I gave it a one. But also to mention, Finn Balor's promo in the beginning was trash. Mm-hmm. I gave that a 1.5. I don't know what Finn Balor's trying to do, but it, it was bad for me. Uh, Kenny Frost returned this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yes. Why, didn't they, why didn't they bring him out at the beginning? I mean, well, they, they kind of did. Just, no, they just had Scarlett. Yeah, they had yeah. Scarlett, which I had yeah. no problem with that. I like that. I thought that was pretty good. I thought so that was pretty neat. Because it was still, it was, it was like teasing. But he wants, he don't want to be teased anymore. <laughs> Elio wants the whole thing. He's like, I don't want gorgeous Scarlett. I want carrying fucking cross out here. <laughs> Tony, no. what was your low point of NXT? No, I agree. It was the whole Gargano thing. Um, I, I I don't like it. I just don't. Now the thing with Karrion Cross though showing up, I'm I'm afraid, and no pun with uh, Barrett, <laughs> but I'm afraid that 
I don't know if I like it because they're, it seems like they're making him into a baby face and I don't want him in that role. Right? Like, like Damian Priest all of a sudden turned into a heel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how I feel about Damian Priest being a baby face. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm happy that he's back because I yes. love the mind game things that they do. And like I said, even in the beginning with, with Scarlett showing up and not saying a damn thing, you know, these guys are good yep. between Carrion and Scarlett of not saying a damn thing and still telling the story. <laughs> yep, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I dug it. I, I thought it was really good. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, Ugh, I hope they're not going to go the route of making Carrion a baby face. I'm not uh, going to like it. No. Elio, what was your low point of NXT this week? No, my low point was that Tony Gargano celebration. Yeah, it was just really bad. Yeah. Um, for me, my highest point was Pete Dunne defeating uh, Dane, Killian Dane. Really? I love Pete Dunne. Anything Pete Dunne does is amazing. Pete Dunne does. Pete Dunne Pete does. does. I gave that a three overall. That was my highest point. Tony, what was your high point of NXT this week? My highest point, and you guys are going to be shocked with this, it was Ember Moon versus Ra- Raquel Gonzalez. I was, it was right there for me, yeah. I was really entertained with this match. I gave it a three, uh, but I think it should deserve a three and a half. Um, I, Ra- Raquel, though, phew, she is improving every single time I see her. Before, in the beginning, you can tell how green she was, but – and the more time she was getting, it just seems like she was uh, – she's just getting better. And uh, the one, one thing I wanted to bring out because we were talking about Pete Dunne, I love the fact that uh, – who was it? Uh, I think it was Kyle O'Reilly was making fun of Pete Dunne's accent. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I laughed at that. I had a little giggle. Um, but then, of course, I do agree with you with Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane. I thought that was a good match too, but I don't – it wasn't three-worthy for me. It was a 2.5 I gave it, but um, uh, my highest was Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez. I think they might set this up to have Raquel face um, Io Shirai. Uh, so we'll wow. see what happens with that. Yeah, I, I really do. I really uh, do think so. Elio. I, I gave my, high, my highest uh, is uh, Ember Moon and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Wow. I gave that one a three as well. Oh wow! Wow! I gave it a two point five. I wasn't. I wasn't disappointed. I think Raquel Gonzalez has a fair chance to become Rookie of the Year. Yes, I, mean, she, there's, I agree. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people in that category, but uh, we'll see. In the next couple of weeks, we mm-hmm. will be having the WPOV Awards, and we will be announcing who we think is the Rookie of the Year for women and men as well. All yep. right. So overall, okay. <laughs> Overall, I gave NXT this week a 2.1. Wow. Tony. Uh, I gave NXT a 2.07 this week. Uh, a side note that I had, too, was the Zia Lee vignettes. Uh, a lot of blood. That was a lot <laughs> of blood. <laughs> and it's just, for me, I thought it was amazing, though, because just the story that they're telling so far, and it has me hooked. So they already got me there. So let's just see how they finish off. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully, what I said earlier about it being that it might be Tessa Blanchard, who knows? Who knows? But uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, Elio. All right. I get a 1.6, but the Zaya Lee, uh, I'm still intrigued by this story. I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's for sure. It's doing good. 
Yep. And I, I, I'm predicting uh, New Year's Evil is the debut of this character. I agree. New Year's Evil. Yeah. I, I like the way I like the movie references. <laughs> that that's the that's the title of a 1980s slasher movie. Jesus Christ, Elio. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed these things. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I mean, I remembered that movie too, which is funny. But, I mean, Elio just said, all right, I'll drop a bomb on you. I'll tell you the year. <laughs> Shit. Wow. Well, yesterday I took a deuce. <laughs> um, thanks, Elio, for taking all my shine. He, he snagged it. All right. It is now time for AEW Dynamite. Yeah, kaboom. Boom. Elio, we're going to start with you. What was your low point of Dynamite this week? Hey, low point was uh, Dustin Rhodes versus 10. Woo. Yes, that was pretty bad. <laughs> because that match, I felt, like, I felt like that match was just put, put together like that. There was no, like, build behind it. Mm. Yeah. Although I did like at the ending, they did that callback to WCW. Yes, yes. Seven. Well, they kept calling him Seven. Yeah, seven was seven. one of his worst characters. He yeah. hated even though, oh, I'm, even though I'm like, oh, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my low point was Shaq and Brandy Rhodes backstage. Mm. Yeah. Gave it a point five. That was hot garbage. Brandy Rhodes is terrible at acting. She's terrible mm. at everything she does. Yep. Um, damn. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. notice how the top, the bottom stuff so far is Dustin Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, and now Tony. What is your low point of AEW? <laughs> I see where you're getting at, but uh, no, unfortunately, <laughs> I <clears throat> now I do have a lot of point fives, and I honestly I think this is the most I have given point fives to in a very long time. But yeah. I agree. The Shaquille O'Neal uh, interview, terrible, 0.5. The Jericho promo, I gave it a 0.5. I did not like it at all. And the one that really one. got me was the Omega promo with Don Callis saying mm. that the biggest screw job since the Montreal. Yeah. I was like, uh, now, okay, no. I, I've been waiting for this moment. And I was right <laughs> now. As everybody knows... I am not a fan of Taz. I'm just not. I hate him with everything. Fucking, I just can't stand him. Okay. Number one, to bring his son. I didn't even know that was his son. And to try to (laughs) act like he's a bad, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck. No, no, stop, stop. All right. That aside, I just wanted to throw that out there. But at the same time, everybody does know that I cannot stand Taz. But... There is a person that I cannot stand more than Taz, and that's Ooh. Don Callis. I wow. can't stand him. He has this ego about him, and let me tell you something. It's not an act. He really acts like this, like his shit don't stink. He acts like he knows about pro wrestling more than the person who came up with pro wrestling. I can't stand him. I think this is the worst idea to put Don Callis with Omega. Omega can do this by himself. He doesn't need Don Callis. And then from what I heard, because when all this happened, and I guess they went to TNA, the same speech they gave in TNA was the same speech they gave in AEW. Yep. 
Yeah, that's why that's why I didn't have any notes written down for that part <laughs> because I, I already saw it on Impact. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't watch Impact, but I, everybody was like, "This is the same thing they yeah. said on Impact." So it was like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "Oh my god! Hey, this is huge! This is great! This is unbelievable! It's the same shit." <laughs> Twenty-five hated it. I did yeah, not like yeah. it at all. It was terrible. Hated it. Didn't like it. Before no. I even go into the high points, I just want to say, what? Fucking Cody ruins everything, bro. Why? He ruins no. everything. He is involved in everything. And you know, Why? on Global, they just named their newest episode All Cody Wrestling. And that's exactly and that's what true. this shit is. It is. Fucking Cody Rhodes involved with Sting. He's involved with fucking the Dark Order. He's involved with fucking Taz. When is this and fucking Shaquille. end? And Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I mean, you, t- you talk about me uh, working. working. <laughs> I mean, he's like the hardest guy in wrestling. The hardest working guy in wrestling. Please. Oh, my God. You know what Elio's trying to do, right, Rick? He's trying to make you make the title of this episode called All Elio Everything. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> All about wow, Elio. That's what he wants this title to be. <laughs> but I do. Wow. Though, is I mean, Jesus. Oh, like, he, he's in there. Like, how, how do you keep? How do you juggle all these uh, different uh, feuds that you're in? He he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. I know. I mean, no, he had it was, this it was elaborate like, entrance just for a promo. Yeah. Seriously, Man, it was, Tony. It's like he had this thing going. He's like, all right, I got nothing to do. Let me fight Shaq. And then all of a sudden he says, yeah. wait, I got Sting? I want to yeah. fight Sting. No. Yeah. I, I, oh, no yo, drop Shaq. I'll fight Sting. Oh, wait. What about the Dark Order? Where is it the Dark Order attacking me two weeks ago? Now they're attacking my brother. <laughs> yeah. And then Dark Order. They're involved with who? Dustin Rhodes and Adam Page? Mm-hmm. Who are they fucking trying to recruit? Yeah. I know they're trying to recruit everybody, but that's it's too much going on. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. No. And you know what? That's a... The best part of AEW for me, and I'm sorry I'm skipping you, Elio, because I have a huge problem with what I was hearing on Global, and it was bashing of Abaddon. Abaddon Mm. is the best character in AEW right now. Mm -hmm. She has character. Yes, her wrestling is not great, but like TJ Logan said, Undertaker wasn't the best wrestler either, but he had Mm. this character. He had this stigma. Now, yes, I, I disagree with what Sheeta said. Sheeta should have never mentioned cosplay. She fucked yes. that up because yeah. this is supposed to be a zombie fucking chick. She's supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be scurry. And she is. She's very scurry. Mm-hmm. And, and what she's doing is top notch. Sheeta calling but, her cosplay fucked yeah, it up. But, but also, I do agree with what they said about that. The uh, Sheeta hitting her with the kendo stick in one shot, and she goes down. It's like, all right, Tony. You know, the character is supposed to be that she's scary and she's playing this type of monster, and one hit brings her down, and then she does the Undertaker get up. I I would have appreciated more if they if Sheeta was whacking the shit out of her, and then she goes down, and then she I would appreciate that little spot more than just one shot and she's down. It's like, wait, what? I didn't know that, but I agree with what you're saying too, Rick. As the guy that's gotten hit with a fucking candlestick in the head, mm-hmm. <laughs> one shot it. could take you. <laughs> I got it right in the face, man, right across the face. Yeah. Tony DeVito she got did hit that right, to me, bastard. And she, 
She got hit right between the eyes. That's going to knock you down. Yeah. <laughs> it does hurt. But, <laughs> but hurt. if the character that she's betraying is supposed to be one that, you know, it takes several shots for her to go down, then that's what they should have done. But what they could have done then, I, I agree. I can see what you're saying. But what they could have done was hit her once. She goes down. She sits up. She hits her a bunch of times, and she sits up again. Either way, that yeah. would work, yeah. 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 But I think, I think that, that was my favorite thing of the show. Abaddon, two I like Abaddon. I've always been a fan yeah. of Abaddon. I didn't like her get up though in this episode. She, uh, no, it's like I think I, something else. Her, like the face part is perfect. It's fine, but the get up, the rest of her outfit, I was like, mm, no, no, that doesn't. You don't work. like cottage cheese? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I like a little pineapple with my cottage cheese. <laughs> that was pretty disgusting. <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Have you seen her without her makeup? Up in a context? No, no. I've been looking. looking. Really? I have. Oh, you yeah. have. You got to send it to me because I, I, I've been yeah. looking because I've yeah. heard stories that she goes out like that. Like she still uh, plays this character outside of wrestling. So uh, uh, yeah, that's what I heard. And they saying that yeah, she does this outside of wrestling, and you know she doesn't just stay in character. <laughs> I'm like serious? She must get a lot of looks. Now, okay. Now speaking of Abaddon and, and Sheeta, I got a question for us, and I also want to bring this question. So Elio, it's up to you to make sure you bring this question up on the global side because I want to hear their opinions on it. Do you guys think that Sheeta is underrated or overrated? Sheeta is. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's and a tough I question. What? I that's a tough question because for me, I want to say she's right in the middle, but mm. seeing how this is wrestling POV, we have to answer the question. Exactly. So Please going, answer the question. I'm going to say <laughs> she's ever so slightly overrated, and what? I only say that, and I only say that because she she's in a group of women that suck. Let's be True. real. The women's division is deplorable. It's trailish. It belongs to the trailish. Um, I don't like this women's division. So I'm going to say she's slightly overrated because, again, when you're in a – she's a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. That's what she is right now. So that's what that's the way I, I look at it. When it comes to and – I, and I just want to answer this before I give it over to Elio, is that mm-hmm. Sheeta should be afraid of Abaddon. There are characters who are taking old, kicking ass and taking names in the business – and then they come across somebody that's kind of scary. Ultimate Warrior and Papa mm-hmm. Shango, like Andy Anderson reference. You got Andre the Giant and Jake the Snake, right? You have Kamala and Undertaker. They're these bigger-than-life characters and wrestlers that are taking – are fucking doing great. But they come across a character that's just fucking scary, and they just don't know how to deal with it. So yeah. I'm fine with Sheeta being afraid of her. That's fine. I don't think that's – I don't think that takes anything away from her character. Mm-hmm. I think Sheeta – is perfectly fine to be afraid of somebody. Right. Should she have said the cosplay character? Probably not. But it was also her saying, trying to deny that she's not afraid. Oh, yeah, she just, she just does cosplay. <laughs> I'm not afraid of her, yeah. but you really are. Right? So, <laughs> you know, is she the overrated or underrated? Like, like, uh, like you said, um, the, the whole division, she's, uh, she's a champion. She's a big fish, and, and they're... The whole division is terrible because a lot of these women are on feature on darks, which, which I think is what uh, makes it terrible. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay in the middle. Like, <laughs> no, Elliot, you gotta pick one. Pick you one, pick Elliot. One. 
I had to pick one. I picked overrated. I didn't want to. I wanted to stay in the middle. I only said overrated because she's not underrated. She's right where she belongs. She's at the top of a bad wrestling class. Yeah. So you got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with overrated as well. I, because oh. um, they're not giving her anyone here. It hurts. This whole this whole division is bad. They're not giving her anybody to work with. They're not, and I agree with that. Um, for me, I, I think she's underrated. I really do. Why? Because there, there's nobody there. Maybe Britt Baker, but there's nobody Ooh. there that, that I don't know, that she can have a good program with. Maybe Abaddon will be it. Who knows? But, like I said, I think she's very underrated. So, Elio, your job is on uh, when you guys do your global episode to bring that up because I'm curious to hear – what those guys got to say about Sheeta. Cause I, honestly, my opinion, my strong opinion is that Sheeta's the best female wrestler they have right now. Yeah. I, in my opinion, she's really good. She's really good. Yeah. Um, she's better, than, better than Riho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And where's she been? Riho. <laughs> where has she been? Um, yeah. Now uh, we, we just did the, 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 high points on. Eight. No. Yeah. What's your, so what's your high point, Elio? High point at the young bucks um, versus uh, who, who is it? TH2. Oh. Yeah. Versus H2. Yeah. I gave that a 2.5. I just uh, thought that was like a good opener and a fun match. Yeah. It was, but, you for know, me, it was just too long. Very long, and the Young Bucks just had to win. It was yeah, just yeah. like but, and it's every like, time H2 had a chance. Yeah. They just took it, it away. But not just that, though. They were hyping the H2 up for a while. Yeah. And in my opinion, let me tell you something. These, are, these guys right here, the H2, I said, these guys need a shot. You know, Angel- Angelico, Angelico, listen to me, he is very, very good. Very, very good. He's tall and linky, but – the, he's got character, and I when when they showed up, I was like, "Damn, they need to push these guys. These guys are they, this is going to be a good team," and they don't. And no, then, no. like lately, the past couple of weeks or whatever, uh, you know, I saw that they're pushing. I was like, "All right, good. It's about damn time." And this match, though, it was a good match, and I won't, I won't, I'm not going to take that away. It was just too long, and exactly what you just said, Rick. Every time. The, they did something that the Young Bucks had to shut it down, it looked like. So it was like, it's, yeah. it, that was unfortunate. I was Not like, to mention a fucking power driver to the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. How, how does, first of all, how don't they win off of that? Why yeah. are they still trying to do fucking moves? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they had a freaking Jack Evans uh, splashing onto Nick, keeping him on the outside while, yeah. uh, yep. while his partner was locked in the submission. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yep. Um, um, Tony, your no, high point. My high point was Eddie Kingston, Butcher, and Blade versus Lynch, Archer, and the Lucha Brothers. Uh, now, apparently Penta, because I'm not saying the whole damn thing, uh, really did hurt his knee prior to this match. So that's why they did that angle. So that way it would take him out of that match. But I will say this, and this is um, in part of my notes too, is that uh, Lance Archer, I mean, are you guys – I mean, for me, is this a babyface run for him? I think he's like, blind. Yeah. I like the red better. Yeah. Um, is this a babyface run for him? Now, I don't know a lot about Lance Archer, I'll be honest. I only know when he first, like, was starting to debut, so I looked him up a little bit. Now, uh, now, Elio, you would probably know. Um, it, not, 
Lance Archer was in New Japan, correct? Yep. Now, was he a babyface or a heel? I was a heel over there. He uh, was, uh, was he ever definitely... a babyface, though? Uh, not, not as uh, not as uh, long as I've been watching New Japan. Uh, I've always seen him as a heel. Okay. Teamed up with uh, David Boy Smith Jr. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's where I did see uh, Lance Archer. Now, for me, I don't, I don't like it. I don't. They had again. They had a chance. To, they have somebody, and then they put him with probably one of the greatest promos out there in Jake the Snake Roberts. And to me, they just dropped the ball on it, and I don't – it's like they fucked it up. And then now, why are they going with this angle with him? Why? I don't get it. So, I'm not digging this. I think they just totally ruined Lance Archer. But I did end up liking the match, though, and that was the <laughs> highest point for me, and I gave it a 2.5. All right. Well, overall, I gave AEW this week a 1.6. Elio. Wow. I gave it a 2. You gave it a two. Wow, I think I gave it the lowest one, which was a 1.35. My side notes, of course, uh, Darby Allen, the vignettes, they're they're trash. (laughs) And and for me, and this is like a question and a comment, they're really going to have Sting give this guy the rub? Yep. Darby Allen, really? Really? They're really going to do this? They're really going to do this? What? (laughs) What? They're not even in the same category, guys. That's terrible. No! I've been That's saying this bad. since day one. Darby Allen, no, fuck out of here with this bullshit. Yeah, lazy. Remember, I was always uh, talking about Darby Allen. That I think, wow, I'm done. I'm over it. Yeah. But let me tell you something. If you want to look like Darby Allen, folks, I'm going to give you a quick <laughs> lesson on how to do it. Smudge paint on your right side of your face. Go find yourself a pair of fucking jeans and cut them into shorts. Go look up Daisy your mom's Dukes. pantyhose, the black ones. Wear those and then put them fucking cut up goddamn shorts on, on top of that. And there you go. You're Darby Allen and carry a fucking skateboard. <laughs> right. I can't stand him. I don't like him. And, and You know what? I just came back and I'm, I'm egregious right now. <laughs> Did that make sense? I don't know. I think so. It did, it? Sure. did it work? It may have. A little bit? Oh, okay. Yeah. I still don't like him, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't stand him. And, and to me, it's like he reminds me of a person that's trying to be a badass. It's not. Come on. Oh, my God. I just went off. And I, did, and I promised myself I wouldn't. I'm going to be a grandpa, and I can't be yelling like this. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa Tony. Yeah. Um. With that being said, let's go into our AEW versus NXT, the Wednesday Night Delight. Currently, for the first time ever, AEW is ahead five to NXT four. Yes, and you know what? I do agree with the with the picks with AEW because they were good in the past yeah. weeks. So. Uh, TJ Logan put in his vote. He picked uh, AEW this week. So, oh wow, uh, TJ, I completely disagree with you. I'm going with NXT. I think uh, AEW was. Really bad this week. I gave it a 1.6. I gave NXT a 2.1. I think NXT was good for the most part. Uh, most of my matches, I gave a 2 or above. The things that brought it down were the promos. Uh, AEW was full of Cody and Dustin and Brandy and all the Rhodes family. And it's just like, it's just enough is enough. And it's time for a change. Thank you, Um So I'm going with uh, NXT this week. Tony. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go with NXT. Uh, AEW is just bad, you know? And I, and I was mad because I'm like, you know, the last couple of weeks they were good. And I was yeah. like, oh, I could, you know, it, and they were. I, I can't take that away. But 
after looking at this, it's like you gotta be fucking kidding me. Why? Why do you give me this crap? You know. So I'm rooting for them, though. I, I'm rooting for all types of wrestling. I want all of them to succeed, but you can't throw this shit. Out. And, and, and I don't know if I blame part of this, but I've seen so many promotions that they push only themselves and their boys, and I hate that. I really yep. do. I hate that. Tell me again, and I, and I know I sound like a broken damn record, but to, can you honestly tell me an episode of AEW where it did not involve Cody, it did not involve uh, Kenny Omega, it did not involve Jericho and the Young Bucks? Tell me one yep. episode where you did not see all of those, all of those guys I just mentioned. You can't. You can't. Yep. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. NXT is my pick this week. All right, Elio, who you got? I'm going to have to go with the NXT. And just, uh, I watched it earlier today. And just, uh, if, uh, it was a more fun to watch of the two shows. Yeah. Yep. All right, so we have a tie with NXT and AEW at five. All right, let's go into the SmackDown breakdown. <laughs> man, oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go first. Our lowest point uh, was Kevin Owens' promo. I gave it a point five. Let me introduce you to my friends, the chairs. (laughs) (laughs) Dom, let me tell you something, though, not to cut you off, Rick. Kevin Owens normally does a really good promo. Yeah, he does. I agree with you. I was disappointed in this one. This was terrible. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to one-up you, Tony. I think this whole story with Kevin Owens is fucking lame. Really? Why is that? I don't like it. Normally, I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan, but I just feel like it's being forced. There's just something about it that it's just like they're just trying to force our way to cheer for Kevin Owens. And I just mm-hmm. – Kevin Owens as a baby face uh, just doesn't work for me. Yeah, just I agree. Just something about it that doesn't work. Um, but, yeah, that was my lowest been, point. He's been a baby face for a while now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was, the last, when was he a heel? I think the last time he was a heel was WrestleMania. Like, WrestleMania? Against who? Oh no, he wasn't. He was a babyface against Seth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. been a while since he was a heel. I, I, I can't think it's when he won the Universal Title. Wow. Didn't it that long? Or maybe no. Didn't he do something with Sammy? He was. They both were heels, and then yeah. something happened. He went as to be a babyface, and Sammy didn't because he got hurt or some shit. Uh, However long remember. that is. I, yeah, he, I think he did something to Ray as well. Yeah. With the I, chair. Also, I also remember that one where Sammy uh, helped him in this match against Shane. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where it was. But yeah, yeah, that's where it was since Shane McMahon. Wow. wow. But uh, yeah, I was not for this. I'm not for this at all. What is your uh, low point, Tony, for SmackDown? For me, it was Sasha's promo again. Woo! I'm yes. sorry. I can't, I know it sounds like I'm bashing her. Sasha can be talented, and I and yes, I said can be talented. Her pro, she's acting too. Again, it's the Darby Allen. Uh, the sorry, the Napoleon complex. You know where. Small people try to act too tough, and they're not. Uh, and Sasha gives me that vibe. I just did not like it. I gave it a point five. Another point five I gave was Cesaro and Shinsuke versus Gable and Otis. Yeah. Mind you, they took Tucker away from Otis, but then you give him Chad Gable for what? <laughs> Why? Same thing with Billy Kay and fucking Peyton Royce. You just beat me to it. You gave me two more seconds. I'm about to say that myself. <laughs> but let me tell you something. <laughs> Billy Kay, mm, I like her. She's, she's character. Good. She's good. I love the. Here's my resume. <laughs> and, and but not only that. Like I always said too, to play chicken hit, chicken shit heel, the way she does is, I mean, 
She does really good, and, and they put her with Natalia. Oh my and they botched the ending to that match. They botched the ending to that, yeah. Yep, yep. But uh, no, the, the, the Shinsuke and, and uh, the, yeah, I gave that a 0.5. And I'm, I feel sorry for Shinsuke. That yeah. Out of all the people, and Cesaro too, but Shinsuke I feel sorry for the most. And I tell you this, and I said this before, the only reason why he's still in WWE is because of his kids. His kids yeah. do, do, do not want to go back to Japan. They want to stay here in the States. That's the only reason why, in my opinion, I think uh, Shinsuke is still even in WWE. He, when he was in New Japan, totally different character. Totally. I mean, he's just, he was the same when he came here, but uh, it's a damn shame. Damn. Uh, Elio, lowest point of SmackDown. That's a contract, whatever, with the beginning with Sasha's promo. Yeah. Yeah. But let me ask you guys a question. Speaking, uh, was that the only low point, Elio? Or, was, or you got more? Uh, that, that was it. And then I had the. The Riot Squad uh, versus Billy Kane is Tally only because that ending they messed up. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you. But let me ask you both a question. What do you guys think of Carmella? Woo! <laughs> Did she get a boot job? <laughs> it looked like who got a little bit bigger. Uh, on, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you blushing, Rick? I don't know. <laughs> You're blushing through this screen. You're red as fuck. All red, everything. Carmella, Ella, Ella. I mean, wow. Corey Graves. Right? Wow. She's changed. Yeah. I like this look of Carmella than I did before. I mean, especially with the champagne shower. This <laughs> <laughs> is true. That is true. <laughs> But I, you know, I knew they were gonna use the bottles because two of the bottles looked the same. There was one that was off color. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's the breakable bottle. I let me tell you something. I had a match where I was supposed to. Uh, it was actually when I was part of the Canadian Nightmares, and so we all walked out together and da da da. And we were supposed to uh, to this one spot. I was supposed to hit the dude over the head with a breakable bottle. Yeah. And um, I had it. You know, part of my gimmick is I wore like a black shirt with fringes and I wore the camo pants because we were supposed to be like a militant type group. And uh, I had the breakable bottle in my cargo pants. So in the beginning of the match, we all rushed and we jumped them and then I got hit. So when I took a bump, I broke the breakable bottle in my cargo pants. I was like, fuck, this is supposed to be a a spot. So of course I improvised and I used a chair (laughs) instead. So, but yeah, I mean, those breakable bottles, I mean, I don't know if I had just a really sensitive one, but I was like, when I, when she hit her with that, I was expecting blood, but I didn't. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, high points of SmackDown for me was Sami Zayn defeating Big E by countout. I gave it yes. a 2.5. <laughs> I really enjoy these countouts. I can't, you know, Sami Zayn's right. He doesn't have a fucking shirt. Sami Zayn don't have shirts. <laughs> he doesn't. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, not, really not a good one. Imagine if they give him that one that they drew up. <laughs> I would laugh. Bro, that would, would be hilarious. It. They're probably yeah. already making them right now. So probably. Probably. The, but a 10 count? I love this whole 10 count. What are your yeah. thoughts on the 10 count thing? With um, They can't overdo it, though. They just yeah. can't. I mean, once in a while, yeah, that's fine, but... I don't know if it's taken away from Sammy himself. Oh, it is. It is. You know what I'm saying? But um, I dig it. I see where they're going with it. So it, it only makes sense, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I dig it. Uh-huh. I do dig it. I'm not going to lie. What I, is your high point, Tony? The Biggie and Sammy Zane. I gave it a three. 
Wow. I gave it a three. Yeah, I loved it. I was like, that is awesome, man. Um, but then again, Sami Zayn too. He's another one that's like uh, Billy Kay-ish. I don't want, I'm yeah. not comparing the two. I'm just saying the way he acts is just similar to how Billy Kay acts as a uh, chicken shit heel. But Sammy does it a lot better. I mean, his, just like I'm not a fan, too, of a lot of talking while wrestling. I'm really not. But when Billy Kay does it, it's just different. When yeah. Sammy Sane does it, it's different. It's like he doesn't overdo it. He knows when to say. He knows what to say. And it, it works It works perfect. So, I mean, yeah. to me, uh, Sammy Zayn's probably one of the best heels out there now, and, and I'm saying that strongly. Wow. Elio, your high point of SmackDown. Ice was uh, Sammy Zayn, Biggie, uh, 2.5. And I, I mean, the, the Ziggler, uh, Montez, Ford, they're scared of two. Yeah, I gave that a two as well. Yeah, I just don't like Street Profits. I just yeah, don't, I don't like Street Profits. Something's starting to be off with them. And as a matter Angelo, fact, Do- Angelo Dawkins is getting on my nerves with that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. And actually, I want this to be a question, too, on our Facebook page because I'm curious to hear what the people think. I'm curious to know what the POV Global thinks, too. Is Montez Ford a future main eventer? Let me ask you guys that. I mean, we no. always, when we did the Who's Once Sean, time. when we did the Who's yeah. Sean and when we did the Who's uh, Marty, we all went with the uh, with Marty. We went with uh, Angelo Dawkins, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And with the Who's Sean, we went yeah. with uh, Montez Ford. So, Yeah, Montez Ford was, once upon a time, we were saying the modern-day Booker T. Mm. No, no. He's going too far. Just he bring him off too- of uh, Angelo Dawkins and uh, this See where he goes on the singles run. Yeah, but is he a future main eventer? No, 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 no. I don't know. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put him in the feet. In the I put him like in the mid card to upper mid card. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow, I wasn't expecting that from y'all. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, you only can go so far with the Michael Jackson glove. I mean, that's true. You got to drop the that's ball. True. Man. You got to okay. stop. Right. Um, yeah, overall, let's post that as a question because I'm curious to know. Yeah. Overall, I, Ellie, you cut me off again? No, <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> Ellie, what did you? Oh, I wasn't saying anything. Okay. Uh, overall, I gave SmackDown a one point six. What did you give it, Tony? I gave it a one point five this week. Wow, Elio, what'd you give it? One point seven five. Wow. 1.75. Wow. It's kind of bad. SmackDown didn't break um, it too, man. That's sad. Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, uh, let me see. NXT is ahead 16, 17 to Raw's 11 to SmackDown wow. 6. Um, right now, I have Raw and NXT with a 2.1, and I have SmackDown with a 1.6. I'm going to go with uh, – you know what? I, I think NXT was the well-balanced show. I think the only bad parts of it were their promos with Gargano and Finn Balor. Everything else was pretty average. So I'm going to go with NXT this week. Uh, Elio. Hey, uh, I, got, I, got, I agree that uh, Raw and SmackDown both same map, both at 1.75. But I like I've seen earlier, I enjoyed NXT. I'm going to have to go NXT first and then uh, Raw and SmackDown. All right, and Tony? Yeah, that's pretty much how I have it, too. I mean, I actually, I had NXT at a 2.07, and I had Raw at a 2.06. 
Yeah, I was um, right there with it as well. SmackDown is dead last for me this week, but I will say this, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going with NXT, but I will say this. The only thing that I could remember out of Raw was just that Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Yeah. And what happened. And NXT, there was a lot of things I remembered. So, yeah, I'm going with NXT this week. That's sweet. All right. Tony, let's open up the book. Yeah, let's go over the book. Those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And we need it because this pandemic is getting ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we do this to get a good laugh uh, and to entertain you guys. And of course, you, the people, even have a right to suggest something that goes into the book. And we'll discuss Actually, what? I'm going to add something to the book you know, just so we can have roll, it the Rick. I know you were. You were, you were more like butter, man, but I can't no. believe it. Here I go. Marjorie? I'm putting something in the book. What are you putting in the book? I know this. Carmella's champagne shower. Oh. It's going in the book. I thought, I thought you had another one as well. Well, what do you think, Elio? MGF's orange hands. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. Now what? You know what? You know because as as you said previously, and I'm pretty sure everybody else knows. You know we have a private messenger group going, and you put that in there about uh, MJ's orange. Like I didn't see that. What the hell are you talking about, bro? They're orange, and then he has like brown spots on his knuckles. Him really? and Pete Dunn actually. Pete Dunn also had a very bad orange hands. From really? His, yeah, it's really bad. Unless I my team look back at it because I didn't. I didn't see it. <laughs> All right, so MJF's orange hands, you just made the book. And Carmella's champagne shower, you just made the book. (laughs) Boy, you was trying to freaking, (laughs) you was trying to go Barry White right there, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) But my voice is too high-pitched. Yeah, I say, (laughs) yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Where was I? You threw me off. You're opening up the book. Yeah, let's open up the book. And, uh, yeah, I just said it. So what? Uh, we put the most ridiculous things, blah, blah, blah. Uh, are you guys ready? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Go oh, fuck him. Yo, he looks even worse with his haircut. I don't know what he's doing. He's terrible. He's just, just a terrible, terrible yeah. person. And that's why he's in the book for as long as he is. Yeah. Fuck him. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. You know what? I'm I'm not trying to be biased here. I'm not. Um, but I'm gonna have Elio make uh, this suggestion if we are to keep Liv Morgan's cage wedgie in the book. Now, Before mind you, you Elio. This- Elio. <laughs> yep. This Liv Morgan's cage wedgie um, has been, been in the book since Elimination yeah. Chamber. Since Elimination Chamber, it's in in a while, and we've had some complaints. About her being in the book. So I don't want to sound like that guy. And Rick doesn't want to sound like that guy. I'm not chauvinistic so, at all. Exactly. So it's up to you, Elio. If we live, if we leave, look, I can't even talk. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> but if we leave, <laughs> live Morgan's cage, Wedgie. Does it stay in the book, Elio? Well, I'm going to put it like this. Uh, it's been there since elimination. She said so. Yeah. Um, I I'd say I'd say she can come out of the book because you can't you can't have anyone in there for as long as Sam Roberts is just 
belongs there for life. Mm-hmm. So, so I say we take Eva Morgan out. So, so take it out? Take yeah. It out. So All right, we're going to leave it in there for another week and decide. You just fucked up, Tony. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> we're gonna Leo is not as deluded as us. He has morals. <laughs> He's not a degenerate. We'll make that decision. He's a gentleman. We'll think about it. <laughs> Coronavirus. That fucking stays, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. MVP, older brother suit. Stays. Jericho and Khan's demo. They can fucking stay with that shit. Lashley's dookie thumb. <laughs> that we can take out. Really take it out? Yeah. I mean, that's a stinky ass thumb if it's still in there. That is a stinky ass thumb. Uh, Drew's dragon breath. He is still doing it. Yeah. When, do, when does he I, understand? I, I, I know that every time he's on the microphone, you can hear him. It's the breath every time yeah. he's doing a promo. Yeah. Uh, so it stays. WWE's eye obsession. Uh, what do you guys think? I, I haven't, I haven't uh, seen. I haven't heard any. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Wow. So take it off. Yeah, take it out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Romans Chapas. That stays. You know, let me tell you something. Ever since I saw that picture of Brian with the, his teeth <laughs> on Family Guy, if you do, guys don't know what I'm talking about, look that shit up. It's funny as hell. I can't look at Roman the same, oh. especially on SmackDown. When he did that little smile, I was like, oh, my God, that's Brian. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Angelo. Stays terrible. Candace's wings. Uh, they got stays. worse. Yeah. The Garganos. Stays. Oh, stays. I can't believe I have to say this, but Biggie's digging balls. That we could take out. I'll, I'll, Are I'll, you sure? After what he did on SmackDown, even though the match was good, but you saw what he did on SmackDown? <laughs> yeah. He got the turnbuckle and spread his fucking legs. Oh, yeah, we, we, that, yeah, that was in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that stays. It stays. I can't believe I just again. defended that so I can keep talking about that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rick Sore Throat. Ugh, that stays. I did it today. You did do it today, so yeah. you stay in there. AEW's rankings. Stays. That makes it, no sense. It, it, right now, it's like, you know what? You might as well fucking forget it. Uh, Bailey's carpentry skills. That we could take out. That was yeah. from Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that was from Hell in a Cell. That was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, new entrance into the book. Dominic's turtleneck and chain. That stays. That is terrible. That's bad. That was bad, bro. I, you know what? What's he going to wear the next time we see him? That's, <laughs> he's got to top it now. He can only go up I mean, or down. Who's the worst dressed? Is it Rusev or is it Dominic Mysterio? I, and Rusev is wearing some expensive ass shit. Yeah. Like the stuff he's wearing. It, it, it looks like an ugly Christmas sweater. It does. <laughs> I don't know. It does, I'm but a... what he's wearing is expensive. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other new entrant into the book, Carmela's Champagne Shower. Mm. Oh, man, that's tough. It's <laughs> you went Barry White again. Stop! You hear him? Soon as I say, he was like, yeah, that's to be tough, baby. <laughs> I think I think you gotta stay. I think you gotta stay. I think we're gonna keep it in the book. <laughs> Why did I sound like Shaq right there? Shaq. <laughs> All right, everybody, here we are. Oh, sugar Can you dig it? Kazam! Kazam! Yes, look it up, people. Uh, 
and the other new entrant into the book, MJF's Orange Hands. That stays orange as you will. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's it for the book. That's it for the show. And I'm kind of glad, uh, one of the reasons why I'm glad Elio is here is because um, just the simple fact that uh, Elio, I know you've mentioned this before about uh, that uh, when we do the song from my playlist, uh, I'll do my stick in a little bit. Uh, you always say that you beat Rick Serrano third in these, uh, the songs that I play, the five second shuffle. Never. Is that true? Is that true? Never, never. That... <laughs> when was that? I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't recall that. No, really? Really? Exactly. Now you don't Elio's, recall? He's Are a gentleman. Are you political right now, Elio? I think you're full of shit. You did say that. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. So I'm glad that you're here. So basically, uh, so before we end the show again, uh, I will play a song from my playlist where I have millions and millions. Not dozens like me? No, not dozens <laughs> like you, but millions. Thank you. Um, of songs on my playlist. It is just how we ride off into the sunset until next week, and we bring you more content of wrestling. But I won't be here. So, <laughs> so we will do the Wrestling POV pay-per-view points game for the TLC pay-per-view on Sunday. Actually, I should be back by then. I'm hoping if everything goes well and I don't have a flight delay, I should be back for the Aftermath show for that, for the TLC, and uh, we can give uh, our uh, thoughts and opinions on that. But Elio and Rick will give their predictions on that and give out the points. And everybody play. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell everybody to play. It's a, it's a lot of fun. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the gentleman. And the third wheel. Rick the third. And our intern. Miguel Cole, adios! Love! Peace and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready? Here we go. Let's do it. Five seconds. That's it. That's all you get. I came to the The I give it to the both of y'all. Y'all both got it. It looked like Elio Come had like, like, just like a half a second on you, though, Rick. But no, I, give it I don't to think both so. Of I'll give it to the both no. of y'all. Y'all both had it. Here we go. Is that Tajiri? Tajiri? No. No. Yoshitatsu? Kushido? No. No, it is not Japanese, apparently. <laughs> yes. Apparently, it's not <laughs> Japanese. I don't know if I agree with this, but... I can show you the picture after I'm done. Uh, is that your, that's it for your guesses? Yeah. Uh, Seamus. <laughs> I swear to God, it says right there. Look, Seamus. 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 in it. I'm. Pr- this is it. <coughs> okay, I can hear the Irish twang in it. Oh, it says that's- old theme. It sounds like an acoustic version. This is old. This is his first uh, entrance. That's terrible. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, but I can see where you would go uh, Oriental. Japanese, yeah. Japanese, <laughs> I can see why. Asian, yeah. All right, here we go. DX? <laughs> Who's that? Favorite? DX? DX? No. Elio, can you give it a shot? <laughs> Test? No, it's a female wrestler. Female wrestler. Old school. Very old school. Mm-hmm. Eve. 
No. No. Ivory? No. Nope. It is Medusa. Oh, yeah, all right, give us one more. We, we can't end in a tie. <laughs> but that no, I, was her entrance music in WCW. So. See, this is why we do dozens amongst dozens and not exactly. millions of songs. Exactly. Here we go. Oh, this is Umaga. Yes. Yeah. Umaga. <laughs> Umaga. 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 Elio, You're you on lost, the right. You lost. Right. lost. Try next week with Rick's dozens. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard one, though, this week. Yeah. Those are some hard ones. I think the easiest one was the Miz. That was easy. I can't believe Umaga came out to this. We don't own the rights. <laughs> 